Straw Hut Media. I woke up at approximately 7.15. I then began to brush my teeth, kind of the morning routine, ate some breakfast, and then I arrived to school at 8 o'clock. I was wearing sweats and a sweatshirt that said, leave me alone. I was in the process of going in class and starting class. I go to drop off my backpack. And as I'm doing that, my teacher immediately says, Trevor, come with me. I knew I knew exactly what she was going to say. And as soon as that happens, we go to the office. And my vice principal then tells me that I broke dress code and that the rule only applies to males. And at that point, I was just really annoyed because it's, I, I was just thinking like, wow, like this is really my school. And so obviously I was upset and I actually rolled my eyes because I was like, I can't believe this is actually a thing that's happening to me right now. So then we go into the office, she gives me two options. She says, Trevor, you can either go home and take off your nails and fix this issue, or you can go to ISS. And that is when I said, I'll go to ISS. ISS is in-school suspension. It's where uh, you are completely isolated from everyone else. You aren't allowed to sleep. You aren't allowed to do really anything. You can't go on your phone. You have to be doing work the whole time or you just have to sit there and stare at a blank wall. High school dress codes are notoriously problematic because the students who are targeted most often are girls, LGBTQ youth, and students of color. Stories make it to the news semi-regularly. A girl sent home for not wearing a bra, a boy sent home for dreadlocks, or a boy wearing nail polish. When Trevor Wilkinson was sent to the office for coming to school with his nails done, it wasn't his first dress code violation. Since coming out as gay, he felt like he was scrutinized more than ever. So he decided to do something about it. I'm Levi Chambers, and this is Pride. Okay, so my name is Trevor Wilkinson. I am 17. Trevor is a senior in high school at a small school in Clyde, Texas. The city of Clyde has a population of about 4,000 people, and it's part of the greater metropolitan area, Abilene, Texas, where Trevor lives. The town of Clyde was settled in 1876, and its current residents, well, they think the same way the settlers did about 144 years ago. I have about roughly about 100 people in my grade, and at max, maybe 500 in the whole entire school. Trevor's run-in with the nail police happened really recently. He had gotten his nails done over the Thanksgiving break with a friend. They looked pretty cool. 
black with multicolored neon flames. And it was within minutes of arriving at high school the following Monday that this whole thing started. That night, he was talking to a friend about what happened. And he's like, well, what if you made a petition? And I was like, I was like, okay, yeah, maybe it'll get like 200 likes, nothing big, but I can still show them that people still support me. Well, it completely blew up. In the first night, it had like 3,000 signatures. Even after the petition started to catch on, Trevor almost decided to give up and just take the nail polish off. But then he thought about it some more, and he realized that it was about a lot more than nail polish. I started crying because I have grown a lot in the past year and I've learned to love myself and accept myself and my sexuality and I love it and I wouldn't change it for the world. So I was like, no, I want to fight this. He wasn't 100% sure how to go about doing that though. He knew he didn't want to go back to school and get stuck in ISS. ISS is in-school suspension. It's where uh, you are completely isolated from everyone else. Even in the room, you're isolated. There are barriers between students, and you're allowed to do one of two things. You have to be doing work the whole time, or you just have to sit there and stare at a blank wall. Time goes by so slow, I'm not even kidding, it's terrible. So rather than go to school and risk spending his day in solitary, he stayed home. So I think being sick, um, my grandpa called to school and said I had a fever. He spent the next two days, Tuesday and Wednesday, compiling evidence. Every single thing that proved that it was wrong, that it was illegal, that it was discriminatory and sexist. And I was going to show them on Thursday when I had a meeting with my principal and vice principal again. So Thursday comes, and Trevor goes back to school to try to explain why he can't, in good conscience, take off the nail polish start to kind of show them my perspective, tell them that I've grown a lot and that this me taking off my nails is just me going kind of back into the closet and that I've worked too hard for that. He showed them the petition with thousands of signatures. He showed them some of the supportive comments, but they wouldn't budge. They didn't care about the petition. They didn't care about what I felt. They didn't care at all for that matter. And they told me that I would continue to be an ISS until I took my nails off. Trevor was understandably emotional. He posted a photo of himself to Snapchat. His eyes are puffy and red from crying. His perfectly painted middle finger flipping off the camera. And kind of saying, I still have ISS. Um, here are their emails and here are their numbers, not knowing that it was going to blow up so much and that so much attention was going to be brought to it, kind of just kind of just asking for help, honestly. Someone took a screenshot of the snap, posted it on Facebook, and the photo instantly went viral. So many people called the school that they took down the phone lines. So many people sent emails that the administration had to start blocking email from outside the district. But then the local news stations got involved and they saw my story and wanted to interview me. So naturally I said yes. After returning from Thanksgiving break, one student at Clyde High School says he's received in-school suspensions for having his nails painted. The Abilene Pride Alliance is urging the Clyde School Board to change this policy because they say policies like this have been seen as discriminatory on the federal level. We're not bound by the opinions of the people that came before us. We shouldn't be. 
We learn new things every day. It's part of the human experience. It's part of being alive to, to grow and to change. The massive outpouring of support was enough to convince Trevor not to back down. And by Friday, when he was due back at school, the principal and the superintendent wanted to talk again. They told Trevor to bring in his grandfather for the conversation. And basically, my superintendent was really respectful, my principal not so much. The superintendent wanted to find some middle ground and get the issue resolved. But their middle ground was that I take off my nails and in return, I would get to speak at a board meeting for five minutes and address my concerns. The problem with that solution was that Trevor had already been down that road. About two, three months ago, I went to a board meeting and started sharing a lot of the things that are happening at my school that aren't okay uh, alongside my, the direction of my principal because it all kind of leads back to him. And one of the points Trevor had brought up back then was the discriminatory dress code policy. And it kind of went in one ear and out the other. Nothing happened, no one was talked to, no one was anything. Clearly, their offer wasn't good enough. So rather than take the so-called compromise, Trevor decided to double down. And I got like tip extensions for the first time in my whole entire life, did a whole pride themed, um, and by that point, the publicity really started to kick up and people really started to see my story and ask about my story. He spent the weekend doing interviews on Zoom calls and sending emails. He's been really busy. When we did this interview, he was 30 minutes late and he joined our Zoom call from a porch with friends and an adorable dog walking in and out of frame. Like I said, he's been really busy. On the following Monday, a week after the original incident, Trevor headed back to school. But this time, the conversation with the superintendent and the principal went differently. He told me that I would be able to go to class. And uh, at that point, I was like, I get to go to class? Like, this is this crazy. That's right. They let Trevor go back to class. But actually changing the dress code policy is another hurdle. The ACLU, Equality of Texas, uh, Pride Alliances from all over, they're kind of really teaming up and supporting me in this and kind of walking me through this and showing me how to do it and like what, what comes next and kind of representing me. Ultimately, it's up to the Clyde County Independent School District to decide whether or not they're willing to update their dress code. So at this point, it's kind of a waiting game to see what happens. The annual meeting of the school board happened on Monday. And when we spoke to Trevor last week, he had spent the night before writing his speech. Um, so basically, I'm just going to start out by saying hi, and one of the first things I'm going to say is that I'm going to apologize for the threats that have been brought on my school. Amidst the massive outpouring of support, some people have taken things too far. And so my school has received a lot of death threats, and the office aides got told to kill themselves, and just kind of terrible things that I never intended on to happening. So I'm going to start off by saying that and telling them that I am sorry for how stressful this can be, and that I don't condone hate and disrespect, and that I am truly sorry for that. After that, Trevor says he's going to drop some knowledge. 
he's going to remind them that it isn't the first time this issue has been brought up. They've been pretty much warned about this twice because the ACLU actually sent them a letter in September telling them that their policies were discriminatory and not okay and that they might want to adjust them because against federal law, it is illegal. So I'm just going to be like, you guys have had two chances to resolve this and to do the right thing, but I am all about other chances. And so hopefully three times a charm. I think that a lot of LGBTQ people will be speaking at this and I am excited so that they kind of know that I'm not alone in this and there are plenty of people who do support me in this and I'm really hoping that it works. Are you nervous? Yeah, that is yes and no. Um, I obviously with these kinds of things and when they blow up this big, uh, regardless, you're going to get backlash. And but the majority of my backlash has been received from my community and Clyde and the school I go to. So it's been really hard this past week because everyone's talking about it. And a lot of people are talking about me and trying to degrade me and belittle me, especially grown adults. So I'm I, I am afraid that uh, that it's not going to work, but I'm really hoping that it will work because I think this is something that need needed light to be sh shined on it. And I don't think it's a topic that many people talk about, especially in these closed towns around West Texas. And I am all for equality and being who you are and loving yourself for it and having a supportive system around you, a great support system. And I think that my school is really lacking in that. And I do believe they're in the wrong. So I am really hoping that it will work. But like I said, it really is just a waiting game at this point. Since our interview last week, Trevor made that speech. Hey guys, so here's an update on what happened yesterday. As many of you know, I spoke at a board meeting last night representing the unjust and not okay things that have been happening at school, especially the discriminatory policy. It is unfortunate that my school will not review the policy until next semester, but I will always give credit where it's due. They're letting me attend regular class with my nails done and I promise not to discriminate anyone in an inequitable way. I have no idea what happens next or what the next steps are, but I will always advocate for equality. Thank you guys so much for the support and I love you all. When we come back, how Trevor's school had used its dress code to target him in the past. Welcome back. Today we're talking to Trevor Wilkinson the 17-year-old Texas high school student who got suspended for wearing nail polish to school and decided not to back down. Even though Trevor kept at it, he says there were times he considered giving up. I feel like as young kids, we don't have the maturity as adults do that they've been able to learn to just let it roll off their shoulders. So naturally, when we see something super hateful like this, we're going to take it to heart. And I, and a few, there has been a few times that I have been taking this, taking some of the backlash to heart and being like, you know what, like I'm over this, like I'm tired of being, I'm tired of getting bullied at school. I'm tired of it all. Like I'm just going to do what they want. But then I just think of all the people that are looking up to me and what my close friends think. And I know that uh, they will be that they are so proud of me for what I'm doing and that they know it takes a lot of courage and that they that they're looking up to me and that they know that what I'm doing is the right thing. So every time that I even have a little bit of doubt, I just look back at that and 
think of the bigger picture and realize that the future kids of of Clyde and of this area and around the world do matter more than myself at this moment. And what's more is that it wasn't an isolated incident. Trevor had been feeling singled out for years. So my freshman and sophomore years were the best years of my life. Like everyone knew me, it was amazing. I wasn't out of that time. And I, it was just overall amazing. And then last year came around. I came out the summer before last year. And we got a new principal. And that is when things kind of really started to just drop. And it wasn't just him. Last year, I had about 15 of my friends unenroll because they simply could not take the, the torment and the strictness and just the overall toxicness that my school was is possessing at this point. Through all that, Trevor was trying to learn to love his own identity while living in small town Texas. And even though he received support from teachers, it felt like the principal had it out for him. Because regardless of what I do, I am somehow in the wrong or I'm doing something wrong or I'm breaking a rule that I never knew about. Um, I've had multiple issues with the dress code. Now these issues are predominantly around, I guess you'd just say like queer culture, painted nails, makeup, things like that? Yep, that is that is it. That is it. So a good example is this year, uh, it's Texas, so it's hot. So obviously at the beginning of the year, it's gonna be really warm. Well, I started wearing shorts. Trevor says the shorts he wore came down to about his mid-thigh. By today's standards on a girl, the shorts would be considered relatively modest, definitely within the dress code for girls. But Trevor's principal immediately pulled him aside for a dress code violation. And then he made an uh, announcement over the intercom and basically said, uh, I don't know why all these guys want to wear girl shorts, but I'm telling you right now, it is not permitted and you will not be allowed to. You will get dress coded and you will get sent home. So Trevor stopped wearing the shorts. But a few months after that, the school had a spirit day in support of the football team. The theme was pink out. And I went all out, like I'm saying, completely all out pink. I was wearing pink tights. I wore shorts under it so that they wouldn't be against dress code. And then I wore tutu, uh, pink glasses, pink shoes. Like I went all out. Um, I was not the only one wearing a tutu, but as soon as my principal saw me, he told me that I was out of dress code and that I needed to fix it. And at that point I was like, are you kidding me? Like they're, like a dude literally walked past us with the tutu on while he was talking to me and nothing was said at all. It was just me. And then at that point, he told me that I needed to man up and start dressing like a boy. All of my issues at Clyde kind of started when I came out. So that only leads me to believe that I am being targeted because I am gay. It's not a wild idea. Callahan County, where Clyde is, voted 88% for Donald Trump in the election last month. Like, they're very conservative. You need to go to church on Wednesdays and Sundays. Um, unless you do that, you are a terrible person. You are going to hell. Um, can't be gay. Can't. Like, that's just, it's, it's a legitimate hard thing to do here. Um, 
they're just very close-minded and not open for change. It is truly sad. I hate it. I really, really do. And I will spend the rest of my life advocating for change in this area because it is so, it's just not okay. Um, I, like I've been saying before, I believe you should be able to love who you love. You should know that you're accepted. You should, you should just be yourself and express yourself in whatever way. Cause at the end of the day, it's your life and no one should be able to depict what you do with your life. Still, even in such a conservative area, Trevor says he still feels supported. And part of that is because of his family. So um, I'm a triplet. We're all boys. One looks exactly like me. He is technically my identical twin. And then the other looks nothing like me and has brown hair and he's my fraternal triplet. Uh, they're both straight, so that's that's an experience alone. So kind of wherever we've gone, we've kind of Everybody's known us. So when you came out, was your family accepting? Um, so my life has been a complex kind of thing. My parents actually are not in my life. My dad is very homophobic. Uh, my mom, she let drugs take over her life. So I do live with my grandpa and I've been living with him since my freshman year. Yes, freshman year. and. Uh, I didn't exactly get to come out the way I wanted to, to my family at least, because of my brother. And that's that's a whole nother story. Um, but so they already knew kind of when I told them, they're kind of like, I know Trevor, like we've known. But yes, they were so supportive. They have been my biggest supporters beyond this whole entire thing. Um, and they, they love me for who I am and they're proud of me for who I am and I cannot be where I am today without them. So I'm very fortunate enough for that. And even the community was pretty accepting of Trevor when he first came out. Because at the time I was playing football, track, basketball, baseball, powerlifting. I was an honor student, kind of did every club. Like I was just this kind of respected dude. So like, regardless, everyone was kind of just like, okay, well, even though we don't agree with it, we're just going to let it be kind of thing. But it didn't last. And then as I started to kind of deal with my own personal issues and my family issues and my mental health, uh, I ended up tearing my hamstring and then I wasn't able to play sports anymore. Trevor says he stopped hanging around with the kids in Clyde because of their closed mindsets. I kind of just made my own friends and supported myself around the people that I knew loved me. And a lot of people took that very negatively. And that's when I have been starting to get hate and people bashing me, calling me a faggot, kind of things like that. Um, but overall, I really just kind of let it roll off my shoulder because like I said, at the end of the day, I have, I have this group of people that I know love me and support me 1000%. And honestly, anybody who thinks differently, I their opinion doesn't matter to me. So that's kind of where I'm at right now in my life. Are you a senior? I am. Amazing. Okay. So when the dust settles, what is next? What are your aspirations? You're going to go to college. What are your plans? Prior to all of this, 
my goal has been I'm going to go to Texas Tech. Um, I'm going to uh, major in political science and minor in psychology. And then I'm going to go to law school and I'm going to be a lawyer. Um, that is something that I've always wanted to do. And I still think through all this, I still will be a lawyer because ever since I was five, I've wanted to be a lawyer. I've kind of always been inspired by lawyers. And that's just something I really want to do. Part two of Trevor's plan was to get into politics. I think politics and our justice system and our country overall is just very corrupt. And I, I, w I will do anything I can to change that. But after all of this, after all of this, I really don't, I kind of at the moment don't exactly know what I want to do. He still plans on attending Texas Tech and following the law track. But this experience has shaped him. It is really unclear what I'm going to do with my life, but I do believe that it will be something around this, what I'm going through now. If you could give one piece of advice to young queer kids all around the country who live in small towns and are experiencing very similar discriminations that you experience either at the hands of their school, their communities, what would that piece of advice be? Um, the piece of advice I would give is stick, stick up for your beliefs, stick up for what you believe in, stick up for your rights. And above all of that, know that there are so many people, regardless of what it seems, that understand you and do accept you and do support you and love you. And that regardless of what these closed-minded people think, outside of it, there is a light at the dark tunnel. And there are so many people that will support you and that will love you for you and that you should never feel like you should have to be someone that you're not to please other people because at the end of the day the only opinion that matters is your own whether or not trevor is allowed to wear nail polish to school might sound like a silly issue but limitations like this are actually a lot more insidious than they appear at first glance because these are kids we're talking about and these are authority figures telling them that their form of self-expression or their natural bodies or their hair is inappropriate and distracting. And that is a really dangerous message to send. Like a lot of people performing acts of protest, Trevor knew what he was doing when he came to school that day with his nails done. Before this, wearing nail polish wasn't a regular thing for Trevor. I've painted my nails probably, including these, probably about a total of four times because it is so frowned upon and it is not something that people are like, yes, you be you. No, not here. That's not how it is. But he had done it once before, and it was a result of that profound personal growth that made him finally feel comfortable enough in his own skin to experiment with new ways of expressing himself. I've learned to love myself and accept myself and I've surrounded myself around people that do love me and do teach me that I can and should love myself for who I am. So I think once I got there, I was like, you know what, I do want to express myself. I don't want to just confide to the gender norms that have been oppressed on us. So one day I was like, you know what, I'm going to get my nails done. So that's exactly what I did and I instantly fell in love with it. And I was like, yes, like, yes, like, yes, yes, yes. While classes were remote, it wasn't as big of a deal. But when a friend pointed out that he could get in trouble for it, he started by following the rules. And immediately I went home, went online for six weeks, took off my nails, 
didn't anything, didn't look back at it. But then when Thanksgiving break rolled around and my friend really wanted to get his nails done with me, I was like, you know what? Like, this is so wrong. And I'm going to do what makes me happy and I'm going to express myself. So that's exactly what I did. Trevor's end goal is to send a message to kids in small towns everywhere. Don't let arbitrary rules dictate how you feel about yourself. And I just want this to kind of be an example so that kids can know that they can express themselves in whatever way they please. And that regardless of their sex, race, religion, anything, that they will be accepted and that they can feel comfortable in their own skin. Thanks for listening. Pride is a production of Straw Hut Media. If you like the show, leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're tuning in from. Share us with your friends, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Pride, and on Facebook, at Pride Podcast. You can follow me, at Levi Chambers. Pride is produced by me, Levi Chambers, Maggie Bowles, and Ryan Tillotson. Edited by Sebastian Alcala. I painted my nails and I did this in solidarity with you. Um, I don't know if Ryan painted his fingernails, but we'll pretend he did just to be a good sport. <laughs> okay.